song for a great reason. Um, that um, my oh wow, my voice is going. <clears throat> Welcome to Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio, and today is a special edition. I have uh, Dick Wagner, who um, came up with an idea of putting together a group, Rockers for St. Jude, and that was the song that he wrote. And it is basically a really cool song. If I could change, I I could change the world. And it's really amazing, the background that um, Mr. Dick has. So I'm going to bring Dick into the chat room, and uh, the chat room is open if anyone would like to call in. They could call in to 347-677-1036, and the show will be available on iTunes afterwards and on Blog Talk Radio on demand also as well. I have to say um, Happy New Year to everyone because it's the first show I've done after the first of the year. So let me bring Dick in and let's go forward here because he's got a really great past and really great memories. Hey, Dick, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you, honey. How are you doing? I'm great. Though you are. Uh, wasn't that a great <laughs> song? That song is so great. And, you know, oh, I, you. I, I just, you know, I... You have such an extensive background besides playing with uh, um, Alice Cooper for so many years and all the other amazing people, including Lou Reed and Kiss and Aerosmith. And I've heard all these amazing songs, and I know I've got a song, Sweet Jane, which I want to play later because I think the guitar in that is amazing. Um, yeah, so. Thank you so much. Talk- yeah, no. Oh, please, are you kidding? You're you're iconic. You're an amazing well, I'm the person. maestro of rock. <laughs> yeah, maestro of rock, yeah. So let's yeah. talk a little bit about that song and how that song came to be and what you did to create that song. Because if you look at the player, guys, if you're listening live, um, on the player you'll see all the amazing pictures of him um, conducting the children's orchestra and all the well-known musicians that played on that song. Let's talk a little bit about that song first, uh, for the Rockers of St. Jude. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was yeah, I was gonna be part of an autograph show in uh, mm-hmm. Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And there were all of these artists doing it, you know, um so I was asked because it was gonna be uh, a fundraiser more or less this autograph show was it was for Saint Jude's research hospital for children. Mm-hmm. And and so, so the money from the autograph show, some of it was going to St. Jude, which got me kind of interested. And um, I was asked to write a song, perhaps, you know, that we could record since all these people were there yeah. and raise more money for St. Jude. So so I sat down and I wrote a song. And uh, then I kind of test marketed it. And I played it for a few people, and everybody loved the song. We started out, the first thing I did was call Mark Farner from Grand Funk Railroad. Uh-huh. Because he's a friend of mine, and I love his voice, and so I asked him if he would be if he would sing on this record, and he said absolutely, let's do it. So when I got to L.A., I did the same thing with everybody there. I said I'm going to do this charity song for St. Jude Research Hospital, mm-hmm. and would you be willing to you know to sing on it? And then I just basically figured out who I wanted to sing where, and I, and I got a great band together: Lee Sklar on bass. He's probably the most famous and most popular bass player in this country. That's I got amazing. Danny Serafin, the drummer from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Elliot Easton from The Cars on guitar. I love him. I got no, Jennifer Batten from Michael Jackson on guitar. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, who else is in that band? Jeez, you know, I'm just thinking back. Um, Trini, Trini Lopez on lead vocals. Trini right? Lopez, I yeah, I got Trini Lopez uh-huh. too. Fred Mandel from Alice Freddie Cooper, Mandel. Queen, Super Tramp, Elton John, yeah. Yeah, Lee, he played with Lee a lot of Scalar? people. I I brought him in. I brought him into the states. Actually, he was with Alice Cooper for a Are while. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. So I, I'm the one who brought him in, brought him into the states, and then he stayed here and lived here because he's from Canada. And, uh, oh wow. Then he went with El- then he went with Elton John and Super Tramp and Freddie's been had a great career. Mm-hmm. But he started with me, so I'm like uh, I'm still the maestro of rock. <laughs> the maestro, and then you have anyway, so, so, so I put these people all together. Yeah. And then I yeah Lee Sklar is the greatest bass player going, and he's just the most wonderful guy. Yeah. I just really had had a blast because a lot of these people I've never met, uh-huh. but I, of course know their history and know oh, wow. the records they've done and stuff like that. So. The combined people in there probably have probably sold 100 million records, you know, mm-hmm. over the years. Because some of them haven't done anything in a long time. That's Trini Lopez, for instance. But he's an icon. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he's a very famous guy. And uh, so I wanted him to sing also. And uh, he's 78 years old, so I, I didn't know, was he still singing? What was he doing? And he wanted to do it right away, so... Um, what I did is I took each one of these people and I assigned them certain lines in the song to sing, kind of like We Are the World, you know, mm-hmm. where they'd skip from one person to the next and so on. And you can hear that on the song. Um, where I got all these people to come in and learn the song. I sent them a demo of it so they could learn it before we got together in the studio. And uh, I got... Uh, I got Sunset Sound Studios to donate time because it was for, for St. Jude. Wow. I got Warren Hewart, who mixes Aerosmith, to come in and do the engineering. Um, mm-hmm. All for St. Jude. Everything was all... Nobody charged anything. Everybody did it all free. Yeah, and, and for the it was, reason. It was just wonderful you know, to uh, mm-hmm. get all of them together and then conduct them and tell them what to do and and just put the whole thing together. and It was terrific. We had a great time. It's for a great cause. And I think the song is great, and all the playing on it is great. So you heard it. There it is. No, and it's the thing um, is that you're so If cute. you download the song, you're when you download so, yeah. the song, money, uh-huh. money goes to St. Jude. If you just sit and watch the video, you know, there's no money to St. Jude because YouTube doesn't play it, doesn't pay anything until you get to several million cuts, you know, or hits. So we're but the video, if you download it, it's 50 cents is donated to St. Jude. And um, if you go That's to right. YouTube, guys, um, just type in Dick Wagner St. Jude, and the video will come up. Or you can type in Rockers for St. Jude, or you could type yeah. in the title of the song, I Could Change the World. So, yeah. It's, if I had the time, if I had the time, mm-hmm. I could change the world. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, so, so it's a good cause, and, you know, I, I encourage people to download it because it helps the children, and that's uh, that's the most important part of it. Yeah, so it is available well, on iTunes. thank you for playing it, Holly. Thank you for oh, playing it. Oh, please, are you I, kidding? I are you kidding? When I heard it, and then I heard the reason, and then you and I talked for that time and everything, I just knew. And there's so much more to you than that. Um so this song is on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. So 50 cents from each download of the song 
will benefit the work at St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Um, and they're helping to find cures for pediatric um, diseases. Um, you know, so the benefits they song especially that you just, started doing you know, when Danny Thomas started that uh-huh. hospital. Uh huh. Um, it was it was for leukemia for children's leukemia, and I don't know if they came close to a cure. I know that they, they they do really good work and they heal a lot of people. But, mm-hmm. So it's it's more than that now. It's bigger than that. it's it's huge. I mean the hospital is a huge uh, center of giving and love. And, yeah, and, and it's all, beautiful. We all need more it's of that beautiful in our outside. lives. Mm-hmm. So you fact, wrote I'm going and down produced. To Memphis. I'm going to Memphis uh, uh-huh. the first of April. And uh, wow. I'm going to meet all those people down there. And if they oh, haven't heard the video, seen it, I'm taking it with me. Mm-hmm. I think um, also what people need to know is that you wrote and produced this song. So, um, And you're known in the music industry as a legendary lead guitarist and songwriter, so the master of rock. So. Your um, background really has been that you worked with Alice Cooper for, what, 15, 20 years? Well, for a long time. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, for like six or seven albums in a row, plus touring mm-hmm. with him. And I was his, I was his band leader, band um, you know, director of the, of the band, and responsible for on the road for all the guys in the band. And Alice is a separate star himself, you know, so... Um, but we're friends, and we, we made a lot of music together. Wrote a lot of hit songs, a lot of great songs. That even if they weren't hits, they were great. And yeah. So I, I spent I spent at least ten, maybe twelve years with him. Mhm. Wow. That's yeah. That's I mean, pretty, that was great. That's pretty amazing. But the years with Alice Cooper were great. I, I, mm-hmm. Before that, though, I had worked with Lou Reed. Yeah. Let's we, talk about Lou. And then let's play that yeah, song with, that you sent Lou. me because I got to play that song. That's an amazing song. <laughs> Sweet Jane. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That yeah, that's guitar me and Steve, Hunter, Steve Hunter and myself on guitars. Uh huh. We're, we're pretty much noted for this. It's considered to be one of, one of the legendary live recordings. So I'm very mm-hmm. proud of that. You know, and people want to hear that song. They want to hear the. The record. I just listened to that record, Rock and Roll Animal, myself a couple of days ago. I hadn't heard it in a while, and it just blows me away how good that band was. I mean, just a tremendous band. Yeah, it pretty much when I when I heard it, because Susie sent sent me the uh, copy in the in the email. I was just like, I played it, and I was like, wow! I had never heard that version where it was all really guitar intro and it was amazing and working with Lou um and God bless Lou Soul he's you know in the next place right now what was that like working with Lou interesting mm-hmm. you know interesting he's, he's he's not an easy person to get to know mm-hmm. I mean he's one of these genius guys that, that likes to uh center a lot of stuff on himself and that's okay that's, that's fine you know uh, they're his songs and uh uh, my arrangements and the band played them, and that's we all had our role to fulfill on it. But uh, he was a good guy. But he was uh, when I worked with him, we made that record. It was a, t- a kind of a tough time in life for him at that time. So, so I never got to know him that well. Although I toured with him and recorded with him, uh, he was not that that approachable. Mhm. 
but but yeah, yeah, he writes great songs, legendary. Yeah, I think towards the end of his existence here on this earth, um, I know uh, Mick Locke released a book, the Transformer book, with him, and I know that he became he had humbled himself so much more because he was sober and he was uh, all together, you know, and. Um, he got yeah, sick. Yeah, he changed. And, I'm sure he changed. I just never got a chance to see him after that. Yeah. I ha- I'll have to send you, um, when we're done today, I'll send you the video from that night that I have exclusive um, footage of the press conference when they did it at John Varvatos in New York, um, when they did the Lou Reed book. Um, it's really touching. Um, I'll send that to oh, you. I'd but, you know, while that. we're talking about Thank this, you. yeah. Let's. Um, I'm gonna. You're gonna stay on hold. You're not gonna hang up. I'm gonna play "Sweet Jane" really quick for everyone, just so they can hear this amazing guitar playing. Um, and Great. then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about um, your times on the road and "Only Women Bleed," your book, and um, a little bit more because there's so much more to you that everybody doesn't really know. So let's play well, um, uh, "Sweet Jane" real quick. <laughs> Oh, please. Okay, great. No, okay, so hold on. Don't hang on. Here you guys go. This is uh, Sweet Jane with Lou Reed.
Again, um, uh, today's show is uh, Red Velvet Media with Dick Wagner, the maestro of rock, and um, this show will be available if you missed the beginning of it on Red Velvet Media afterwards and also on demand on iTunes. We have a caller on the line. Would you, are you wanting to take calls or not? No, that's fine. Would you I'd love like to talk take to a call? Sure. Yeah, let's see. Let's Absolutely. see what is. And if anyone else wants to call in, it's three four seven. Six seven seven one zero three six. Let me see who this is. Hi, two one six. You're on the air. Hi, Holly. This is uh, Wayne Musker from uh, Worldstock Entertainment in Cleveland. Hi, Hello, Wayne. Dick. How are you? How are you doing? Great, great. Uh, love what you guys are doing. <laughs> yeah, Dick is a Dick is a legend here. You know, I'm really excited that I've got him on the air with me. This is super cool. You know, he's phenomenal. I remember, uh, I remember the Frost. Uh, I had one of their albums probably got burned up in a fire, a house fire I had back in 1990. (laughs) Uh, Haven't been able to replace it. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, we go way back. <laughs> yeah, so the frog is in nineteen sixties, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me well? Uh, yes, yes, I can. Uh, phenomenal oh, band. Uh, yeah. Great, great. Uh, doing, doing well. Working hard, and uh, like I said, I love what you guys are doing uh, for charity. Uh, I also saw that you're working with a uh, uh, monk uh, that's doing bicycle work with the homeless in Detroit. Uh, it's another one oh, of the yeah, issues. Yes, I am. So my company is very involved in is homelessness and hunger, and it's like... Oh, then do you know Brother this, Al? Uh, no, I don't. I live in Cleveland. Uh, and, uh, don't we come into Cleveland. Yeah, we have a huge homeless population here as well, and uh, I'm hoping to be able to to do something for them over the coming year. Yeah, uh, yeah. When yeah. are you coming to yeah, Cleveland? Yeah, we got involved with Brother Al. I'm coming to Cleveland. Um, I'll be doing a show... On the twenty first of March. Okay. At uh, at uh, what's the name of that place, Susie? You know, I can't think of the name of it. It's a it's a ballroom, but it's not the Agora Ballroom. The Beachland. The Beachland. No, it's, it's not the Beachland. No, it's a no. it's a newer one. Okay. Uh, I wish I could give you the inf- the exact information. I wish I could. I just don't. I just cannot quite remember the name of the ballroom. But, I'll pull okay. it up. I'll pull it up. Let me see. Because, you know, I was going to ask you, Dick, to talk about what you're currently working on and what we're going to be looking forward to. Hold on a second. I'll okay. do that while you guys talk. Okay. On Facebook, yeah. you'll, be able to, you'll be able to see where it is I'm playing. I don't, I haven't, I don't think I've posted it yet. I'm on your I mean, official website. Let's see her. Okay. It's terrific. <laughs> I have a friend request on Facebook. <laughs> I just sent you a friend you know, request right, on Facebook as well and haven't but, gotten a response back <laughs> But you oh, can't he, get, he, The reason is if you go to my site, it, I'm up to my 5,000 fan limit, and they mm. won't let you put any more on without dumping somebody, which I hate to do. And, I hear you. Um, and I've got 1,000 people waiting in line right now ah, to I get on. Including, so, including so, me, but I'm on, I'm on another page. <laughs> I'm but on another as, page. As an alternative, as an alternative, instead of that direct site, Dick Wagner, you can go to Dick Wagner Maestro of Rock and go on there because that's only right. got about 3,500 on that one. Right. Well, I'm sure. your, uh, I wanted to let everyone know Nobella. I'm on your Nobella. website too. It's WagnerMusic.com. It, also, just right, everyone right. knows your website. There's a lot of amazing information. The lyrics okay. to the song, If I Had the Time, I Could Change the World, is there. Um, I'm looking here right now. It's called, you are let me playing... give you the name of that ballroom in Cleveland. It's called the La Villa, La Villa Ballroom. Okay, I know exactly where it is. It's right down the street from me. Uh, Marshall Tucker okay. just played a, a benefit there recently for a quadriplegic oh. veteran that got uh, his legs blown off in Afghanistan. Okay. Well, that's where yeah. that's where I'm going to be on the 21st of March. Great! I'll be looking forward to seeing you there. <laughs> good, good. Come up and say hello to me. And I will definitely spread the word. Uh, well, please, not, thanks, Wayne. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, um, I was looking at. Go ahead. Oh no, no, no! Go ahead. You called in as a guest. Go. Yeah, I was looking at uh, who you had on uh, appearing on this thing for St. Jude's and uh, it's odd I was in a band uh, at Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp with Elliot Easton back in 19 
uh, back in 2008, rather. Yeah, he is. Uh, I also got a chance to meet Jennifer Batten when she came here, another phenomenal guitar player. Yeah, they were both on my record. They were both on my recording. Isn't that great? I saw that. It was <laughs> just the odd connection. Yeah, it is. It is. That's cool, man. That's very cool. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. The... Go ahead. Wait, go ahead. Well, I didn't want to tie you up. I'm sure there's other people who want to call no, in. I just wanted to well, call that's in. all right. You know, if you have something more that you want to ask me, go ahead. Yeah. Um, you got any plans upcoming for any new material or? By coincidence, I have an album, an all instrumental <laughs> album, double, double CD, two CDs of all instrumental music, two hours of me guitar playing, uh, coming out here in about three weeks. Yay! Uh, <laughs> it's called cap. It's called captured. And, okay. Uh, you can actually order it now if you want to do that, because uh, we're, we're taking pre-orders and and getting that list to send the stuff out as soon as we get the CDs back. So um, okay, where is it on Amazon or? Um, you order it from. Uh, what do we order it from? Susie's there. Tell Susie I said hi. Tell you what, give 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 Holly. Your phone yeah, number. I have his info. I'll have I'll get I'll get his phone number and all that. I have it because he and I were going to talk after okay. the show anyway, and I'll give okay. it to you, okay. and then you guys can connect with each other and talk. Because I know there's a lot of commonality or a lot of things that you guys need to know about e- with each other. So maybe you can right, hook good. up when you go to Cleveland. Yeah, I hope that'd yeah, be cool. Absolutely. Hope so. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll, no, we will do that. We'll meet. But okay, uh, g- well, g- give me the information so we can call you and tell you about this album. Uh, Harry's okay. got it already. Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. I have it, and yeah. I'll call. I'll, I'll I'll send it on over to Susie and yourself afterwards. Okay. Thanks, I'm so uh, glad you called thanks, in. Wayne. Yeah, I'm and glad I had the opportunity to do that. Yeah. I'm now, glad did you, you called, man. To, nice talking to you. Did you want me nice to mute you? you? Did you want me to mute you in the chat room and you can listen to the shows for the rest of the show like this, or are you listening live on a device? Uh, I'm actually on a computer at the library listening, so I took a oh, break okay. so I could talk to you on the phone. Do you want me to? Do you want me to go ahead and leave you um, muted on the radio, or did you want me to hang up? You can hang up, and I'm sure there's other people wanting to call in and talk. So yeah, no, I have I have 500 lines, so don't. That's a good thing. Now, I have 500 lines. You're not tying up the lines. If anyone else wants to call in and speak with Dick, um, it's 347-677-1036 because we're going to get into um, talking about his book and about his new CD that um, he and I spoke about before the show and that you just spoke about, and we're going to talk about when that's going to be released, what kind of material is going to be on that, and stuff like that. So um, I will call you after the show. And meantime, um, thank you so much for calling in. Well, thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding? That's great. You guys are you are doing some really good stuff, too. So you and Dick definitely have a lot to talk about. Uh, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much. You take care. Okay. God bless. We'll talk, to you, talk to you later, Wayne. Thanks. Many talk to you blessings. Later. 
So that was cool. That, that was, was very cool. That was kind of cool, Dick. So Susie yeah, said, Tom that. said hi. Um, right. She said Tom she's great. Hi. She's, yeah, she's I the best. love her. She's my, she's my manager. She is the best. She is I, got I like a to heart brag of gold. All the time. She has a she heart does. of gold. She has a heart really of gold. Does. I'm trying mm-hmm. to mine some of that gold so I can cash it in, but it <laughs> can't do that. She's she holds on to it. <laughs> she, no, she's great. She's just great. She's made a huge difference in my career at, at my age. You know, I did all mm-hmm. those things when I was a little bit younger, and now I'm a little bit mm-hmm. older, and it's a little more difficult. But when you have a manager like Susan, you know you're ahead of the game without a doubt. Yeah, no, you've been blessed, definitely blessed. Um, definitely blessed. Let's talk a little bit about, um, let me ask you this before we get into the book. With all the time that you've been playing with so many different people in so many different situations, uh, besides your personal stuff, were there any moments that you played with anyone in particular that really, really, really stuck out and really um, is something that you remember that you want to discuss with us and well, picture? first of all, the the record that you just played is one of them. Uh-huh. You know, the, the yeah. Lou Reed band. Which, which, but then I took that band mm-hmm. over to Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. So I brought all those guys over to Alice Cooper and recorded Welcome to My Nightmare. Wow. And, and, and other records after that. So I was with Alice Cooper for 10, 12 years. And I brought that band over in 1975 from Lou Reed and made Welcome to My Nightmare, which was a, a huge undertaking and a, a very creative and very famous tour. Um, so that's another highlight. So it's that, But I'm sort of correlated with the same band for both of those things. And I was the band mm-hmm. leader in both situations. So it was, it was good for me. You know, I really uh, got to travel the world and write a lot of great songs and uh, play the guitar I wanted to play because, you know, I had the freedom to just play. And, mm-hmm. uh, so those are definitely highlights. The other highlight would be, be just before all of that would be the Frost in Detroit. Mm-hmm. It was a, an amazing, amazing rock and roll band. And I love the years that I was with them. And that's where I really got my guitar playing and my songwriting together. You know, so it was really uh, acceptable to people. And so I guess those would be the Three highlights I can think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you've done a lot and you've lived a pretty full life, and I know that you have so much more to do in this life too. You and I talked I a little bit about that. Yeah, you do, and um, I know that leads into let's talk about only women bleed and what that book is all about. And um, well, the book is not only women bleed. I mean, okay. only women bleed is the song that I wrote with Alice. Mm-hmm. And as I was writing my book, I was starting to write a chapter about my son, Michael, who died in an automobile accident. And it just came upon me that uh, not only women bleed, this is men have pain and so on, too. And so I titled the book based on the writing of the chapter about my son. Yeah, um, and also it talks about your life on the road as well, Correct. Oh, it does that. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of stories from the road and recording and a lot of different people in there. Um, just everybody that I've worked with, I've basically written about it in the book. 
and that and personal stories from when I was young and first starting to play guitar and uh, you know my heroes then and how I learned to play and basically about the different achievements along the road and then into a period when I was very sick and my arm was paralyzed and I couldn't play at all for five years so mm-hmm. it set me back five years, and I had to really, really focus to get back to playing again. But it's come back now, and I'm playing almost as good, or as good as, that I did in those days. So I'm very blessed. It's beyond the things that I've done. It's the, coming through all this illness. It's been a blessing that I've been able to come back because my arm was paralyzed, and you can't. Sometimes you don't come back from from that. I had a stroke, so. Um, I've been blessed all my life and I, I feel like I still am and I'm still out there working and still trying to move forward and I write all the time you know, writing books writing songs just keeping myself completely occupied creatively creatively um, that's my life that's what I do you know and people still still like it. That's what gets me, you know. I'm not in the younger generation anymore. You know, we had our time as young people. And then now the young people, they have their time. But I'm still an influence to some degree, and I'm very happy for that. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I get to meet people like Holly. You know, so uh-huh. you're terrific. You know, you're terrific. And so... Um, and you are too. You're my kindred spirit. I'm telling you. When you and I spoke that yeah, day, I yeah. hung up and I was like, "Wow, this is my friend for life now." You and Susie, yeah, both like of that. you. It's you and terrific. both, both of you. Yeah. It was. Uh, well, we're coming out to California. You're gonna have to come, come and see us. Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of stuff happening out in California, and um, you know, I'm really looking forward to your new CD that you're going to be coming out with. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, okay. How did that come about, and uh, what kind of tracks are on? Well, that? I got the idea. I got the idea of doing the CD based out of. Um, it's a double CD. There's two CDs, so it's two mm-hmm. hours of music. Um, mm-hmm. I got the idea because I was going through this bag I have of old cassettes. I mean, mm-hmm. I've got like 200 cassettes in this bag. And I was just going through them and looking at them, and I'd come up with these two cassettes that I had forgotten all about. But they were taken, they were recorded in my living room with a little drum machine and my 57 Stratocaster. And it was just me improvising jazz and blues. And I listened to these cassettes, and I was like, wow. I was floored by it, so I thought, you know, I need to release this stuff because it's so different than what everybody knows of me as a guitar player. You know, they hear me with Alice Cooper, Lee Reed, all that kind of stuff, but they've never heard this kind of playing. So um, I took took those tapes and, you know, digitized them and stuff so you could put them on a CD. And then I had several other instrumental pieces that I had written and recorded but have never been heard by anybody. So I put all that stuff together into this, these two CDs, and that's what's coming out. Wow, that's going to be epic. <laughs> that's going to be really I just fun. Heard, I, just heard, I just heard today the actual mastered versions of the CDs, and it does sound great. I'm very happy. So, so you it get is to hear it. Awesome. 
That's, yeah, I've heard <laughs> it, but you'll get to hear it, you know. Oh, that's so great. Uh, yeah, no, I, I can't wait. Great. No. So it's, anybody it's, who really uh, is into my guitar playing uh-huh. really needs to hear this, you know, so. Oh, yeah. And anybody your out there who likes amazing. my guitar playing, this is the mm-hmm. thing to listen to. When you were um, doing the Rockers for St. Jude, when you did that project, um, are there any are there any feelings that you came away with from that? Any any moments that with the interaction with the children and actually being part of St. Jude's and walking around? Because there's a, a very large montage in the video throughout the video of different situations and different things going on there. Yeah, so, well, so we're going to go, we're going to Memphis to go to that hospital. Uh, mm-hmm. April 1st, we're going to uh, Memphis to meet with these people at St. Jude and familiarize them with the music in, the, in this video because it's a huge organization and most of the people who are in any kind of power there have, have not heard it yet. So I'm going to go there and introduce this this video and this song to the people at St. Jude's. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some people there who who have already heard it, but they're more a little bit lower echelon. And uh, I want to I want to have the people with real power there take a listen to it, because I'd like to get the support of St. Jude. They already support it in the sense that they approved of it. We signed a contract with them. Uh, they get a certain amount of money from from the downloads, um, and it's considerable. It's more than most people give. But that's maybe here or there. I want to make that contact, and uh, so we're going to go to Memphis. And then we go to Nashville, where I'm going to do a show and book signings. So we've got a whole Southern tour planned out for April. Mm-hmm. That I'm doing, so I'm doing that immediately. And, and after this experience of this instrumental album, I'm thinking about you know doing instrumental albums occasionally in the future. I mean, I, I really love just play. I think you should. Yeah, I yeah, think I'm it would to. be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I think I think Plus, it I've would written be so many songs. Cool. I have so many songs that are just waiting to be recorded. I mean, other than my recordings of them, like there's songwriters demos right now, but mm-hmm. I want them to get them recorded. So I put out an album again of uh, of my song songs. So there's lots of good stuff coming up in the future over this next year. Mhm. You also worked on a project, uh, Guitars for Vets, The Healing Power yes, of Music uh, in the Hands I'm, of Heroes. Yes, I'm, the, I'm their first ambassador mm-hmm. for, for Guitars for Vets. You know, what they do is they take vets who come back who are traumatized and they give them a guitar and they give them lessons because playing the guitar and getting into music, you know, really is therapeutic. It's very therapeutic. I can say that for myself because just playing the guitar is another experience altogether. You know, it takes you out of depressions. It it definitely helps. So they they give guitars to vets, and I'm the first ambassador. And I'm very proud of it. Wow, that yeah, that and and the logo is very cool. I don't know who created the logo, but I'm looking at it on your website. And again, it's WagnerMusic.com. If you go there, right. it's got some really amazing stuff. Your gallery's got some amazing pictures from the 60s and the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, and then into yep. the year 2000. They're just It's all there. Iconic. It's got my complete discography, every record yep. I've ever played on. Yeah, I see that. Full Meltdown. I see Full Meltdown there. 
And, yeah, Full Metal Gun uh, is actually in, in my book. It's in. It's I, I, what I did was I put the CD in with the book, so mm-hmm. when people bought my book, they'd be be able to have some music to go with it. Awesome. It's a terrific rock and roll album. It really is. Yeah, and the book is available also on Amazon, and um, you also have a couple other websites. Not only WomenBleed.com. That that's that's the one to go to because I autograph every one of those books. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Yep, yeah, it's purpose. beautiful. And it would be really cool. There's a purchase there's a purchase button right there. You can um order the book. It's also available on Amazon, um, and Barnes and Noble. Um it's also right. available as a Kindle edition and um I'm seeing there's a it's a really cool I love these websites that have been built. I love this. This is great. I, I bet you Susie did part you. of this, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you can, you can, you can thank Susie for all that stuff. Yeah, it's great. She put it I all love together. It. I love it. She did a great job. She did well, an amazing job. You have to read book, Holly. You have to read it. I know. I'm waiting. I can't wait to read it. It's going to be super exciting for me. Um, Good. That's going to be really, really fun. But you know. Um, with you and everyone that you've played with, who in particular really did you did you who in particular did you play with that you really had a very close relationship with? And I'm sure that's Alice Cooper, right? Because I know that it Alice, Alice pre yeah. yeah Alice. Uh, I see he does a Alice, lot of because the, Alice and I are so compatible because yeah we have the same sense of humor and we both write songs the same way. We're both very fast writing songs. And we come up with great stuff really quickly. So um, mm-hmm. I spent many years writing with Alice and uh, had several hits with him. And, uh, yeah, that would be my prime person that I really enjoyed working with and felt, felt mm-hmm. a kinship. Yeah, well, you know, how did you start playing music? Um, how did that begin? When you were younger, did you start playing music? Was music in your house? I started or playing guitar was- Guitar, yeah, I started playing guitar when I was about 16 and a half years old. Wow. So, so uh, and I just, I used to practice 10 hours a day. I mean, I, I ten had a hours guitar in my hand. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, in the morning before I got up to go to school, I didn't even do homework. I'd come home and play guitar. <laughs> and I played all night crazy. when my family's trying to watch TV and they went crazy because I'm all, I'm over there picking on the guitar and they're trying to watch TV. Mm-hmm. So my dad would banish me to the basement. <laughs> and I'd go down to the I'd go down to the basement and play. And then I'd go to bed and when I'd, I'd take my guitar to bed with me and then I'd get up and play. Mm-hmm. I'd sit at the edge of the bed and play. And then sometimes later on I'd still do the same thing but I'd have a cassette player there, and I'd record stuff. So it was, I've, I've just been in touch with that instrument, you know, all my life. And what was Most your first? Life. What was your first gig with a guitar that you were asked to play? My first gig was at a K a KC Hall, uh-huh. playing with this the singer and playing lead guitar for him. Only I was just sixteen, a little over sixteen, and it frightened me, and I, and when it came time for me to play my guitar solo in this song, I turned my back to the audience because I, I was too scared looking at the audience. 
so that was my that was my first gig. And wow. I, I played a couple more right after that. Where they were, and one was at a little church, and one was at the state fair in Michigan. But my dad was there, and he he had a, he was selling concrete steps. And so I had mm-hmm. I gathered my friends, and we got together and set up right in front of his display at the state fair <laughs> and played for, for people passing by. So, I mean, it started out very, very small and very interesting, but um, you go through all of that, and then you grow, and you start do, doing things professionally. You know, I was playing guitar professionally and playing on a pretty good level, but within the first couple of years of picking up the guitar. Wow, that's that's crazy. I'm reading also here, um, which I did know. know you have 200, over 200 albums and 35 platinum and gold records, BMI Songwriter Awards, and an Emmy, um, plus numerous prestigious national awards. And um, you've worked with awards. some... Let me see. Uh, well... Those are, those are for, those are for so my humble. book. I've won, I've won five international awards for my book. Wow. Which I'm very proud of, you know. I mean, I, I well, took three years be. to write it. Yeah. And, uh, and it's doing well. We're in our fourth printing now, so... So we're doing we're doing well with it. Then then it's a very but, good. But book. I found this. I found this that you have mm-hmm. to you have to go out and meet the people and introduce them to the book because Barnes and Noble won't say anything about it. They just sell mm-hmm. it if you ask for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the distributor Ingram, the biggest distributor in the world, they won't uh-huh. do any promotion for you. They'll just distribute it. So I I go out and do these book events and I travel around the country doing it. We've done like. 70 book events now, I think, in different 70 different cities. And I sell books there, but more than that, they get to hear me play music, too, because I do, I play a lot of these songs, and then I tell the stories about the songs, and I get people involved in conversation, question and answer stuff, and uh, it makes it intimate and personal with the reader, who's ever going to buy your sure. book. And so that, that works out well for us, and we're going to go back out in April, so. Well, I think that's I've an amazing to, thing. Hands-on is so important, and especially if they get important. to see you and talk to you. Yeah. That's um, right. Yep, that's what I do. What about when you, um, uh, when you were asked to play guitar as backup for Jerry Lee Lewis and Roy Orbison and Little Richard? What was that like? Well, that was very early when I was, you know, like in the learning stage. I uh-huh. had my first band. And my first bass band, they asked this band because it was a really good first band. And they asked me that Roy Orbison was coming into town, Jerry Lee Lewis was coming into town. They were on their first kind of tours. This is way back. Yeah. Um, so so we got to back them up. And, and I took the band. I rehearsed them so hard so they would play those records um, accurately, you know. And wow. we did. We we really did a great job for a bunch of young kids, and we were young. But it was really fun playing with Jerry Lee and Roy Orbison. Little Richard, I got to work with later because he uh, he played piano on a production that I was doing for a band with Geffen Records, The Throbs, mm-hmm. and we got him to play. So I got to work with all these people. And Little Richard was my idol. I mean, he, wow. first time I heard Long Tall Sally, I just went crazy, and, and I knew I had to play music. It was just so spellbinding. Mm-hmm. 
But I've, I've, I've had the opportunity to play with a lot of people over the years. Yeah, I'm reading the this. Tina Turner, Hollandos, Ringo Starr, Guns N' Roses, touring with Frank Sinatra. What was that about all about Frank Sinatra? Well, he, 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 what about that? I didn't. I never met him, but I, but he did uh-huh. do one of my songs. Oh wow! So okay. Yeah. That's so that was that's, great. That's really amazing that he went and did that. Um, yeah, and then I'm reading. I'm reading a little bit about um, here. It says little known factoid: the original Ursa Major lineup yes. band include Wagner on guitars, Billy Joel on keyboards, and um, that's that's pretty amazing too. What was that like? Yeah, Billy. Billy and I got together in New York and started rehearsing, and we we're going to form a band. And we, the band was going to be called World War Three. And our plan was, and our dream was, with our manager, was our first gig was going to be Madison Square Garden. And we Mm -hmm. we had this whole thing figured out that we could do it by the right kind of advertising. Like like Terry Knight did with the Grand Funk Railroad. I mean, a huge advertising campaign to to introduce it. So we were going to do the same thing, play Madison Square Garden. I mean, what a grandiose plan. But So Billy, I saw Billy last year, and... He remembered all of it, and it was just great to see him. Um, but, but the band broke up. I mean, he couldn't do it for some reason. And then he left and went to California, and the rest is history for him. But I, So I, what I did was I had, I had to replace Billy Joe, which is basically impossible. But I did get the bass player from uh, the Amboy Dukes, Ted Nugent's band in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And he joined up with me, and we had Ursa Major. Which is a very influential record that I made. So mm-hmm. I'm really proud of that record too. What about your What about your San Antonio commission on child abuse when you um, remember the child that song when you did that? Well, you know, I wrote that song for the San Antonio Coalition on, on child abuse, and mm-hmm. then later I formed my own. Uh, um, what do you call it? Foundation, mm-hmm. the Remember the Child Foundation, which I had for about ten years. And when I moved to Arizona and left Michigan, I took all the money that was in the bank from that foundation and I gave it to all the child abuse centers in Central Michigan. So I split it up and gave them each a few thousand dollars. And and I stopped I stopped dealing with the foundation because I, I'm just too busy to do it. So. The Remember the Child Foundation was another charity thing that I did. I believe in give, you know giving back and giving to the community. So, so I've got several charity kind of things that I'm doing and that I that I have worked with. So, mm-hmm. that's part of my career. That's a good part of my career. I, I love that because I got yeah. No. With the Remember the Child Foundation, what I did was I said mm-hmm. I wanted to play with an orchestra. So, there's a great orchestra in, in Central Michigan, the Saginaw Bay Orchestra, and I did it two twice. I did two-hour concerts of just my songs, my music played with played by a full orchestra, and it was just phenomenal. I got that was one of my dreams, and I always wanted to do. I still want to do that again, and I'm going to, but I'm, I don't know when. You know, it's it's kind of tough because I'm doing these abstract things like writing books and you know doing book tours, and and so it's kind of hard to put together you know, an orchestra and redo that concert. But I'm going to do it because I want to. 
I think that would be I try really to, cool. I try to do what I dream. I try to do what I dream. If I, if I feel that that's something that could be beautiful, I find some way to get it done. Yeah, no, that's that's kind of cool that you're able to do all this and you're multitasking, but at the same time you're also hands-on with people going around um, promoting your yeah. book and talking about really good organizations for the children and um, St. Jude's and all these other organizations that you're working with and um, that you've created. I think also what's really important is um, I, I know that in 2010 you were honored by you were honored um, among top 50 guitar solos of all time for the intro to Sweet Jane, that, that song that we played. And for Train Kepa Roland. Um, yeah. Fortunately, with Aerosmith. Um, mm-hmm. Steve Hunter and I were voted in the top 25 of of the top 50 mm-hmm. greatest guitar solos of all time by Gibson, the guitar company, Gibson.com. Mm-hmm. So we've been honored in, in, in several different ways, and I appreciate every honor, you know, because it makes the work that you have to put into it worth it. you got to put hours and hours and hours into doing some of these things. And putting these mm-hmm. bands or these foundations or organizations together, it requires a lot of work and a lot of travel. And, you know, you can't just sit back and have a little home life where you watch TV. I, I don't even watch TV anymore. I just don't yeah. have time for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm always doing music or something to do with music. That's, uh-huh. that's my life. Yeah, what was your time like working with Aerosmith when you did the train keep, kept a rolling? Well, they, I was living at the Plaza Hotel in New York, and they called me, and they mm-hmm. said, can you play some guitar tonight? And I said, sure. So I got in a taxi and go down to the studio. I go in the studio. They, they play me the song that they're going to do, so I learn it quickly. And then I plug in, and I play. And when that's over, I go, go back to bed, you know. <laughs> I mean, I was a studio guitar player that way, so you're always on call. They call you, and you you go in and you play, and you play the uh-huh. best you can. And you always you always try to take and elevate the sound of whoever you're playing with. You try to add something to it that is genuinely good. Uh-huh. You're not just you're not there just to try to make money. What you're there for is to make that record sound great, fantastic. So that was always my method. I tried to do it do it right and really learn the song quickly you know I'm very good at that I have been right from the beginning I'm just picking up songs and chord progressions and melodies and knowing what to play instinctively mm-hmm. so that's kind of how I kind of how I roll high yeah no absolutely I, I, I could tell that um, I'm reading here um, that in 1972 um, your uh, produ- your producer Bob brought you to um, brought you to play lead guitar solo on Alice Cooper's Breakthrough Schools Out album? Is that how you and Alice That's right. met? Wow. No, actually, we met earlier than that in Detroit because we were mm-hmm. doing a show together, and Alice came backstage to introduce himself to me and telling me that he really loved my songwriting and my guitar playing. And that led to, two years later, you know, me starting to work with him because he, mm-hmm. because we were on the same show together. And they were just starting to break out at that time. So when they when they did get a hold of me later, they brought me in to be his band leader and co-writer. So that that gig in Detroit 
really paid off for me. That's that's pretty amazing that 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 you got all that done, um, and especially well, you know, with all... you get, you know, the, the breaks. You know, you can't turn uh-huh. for breaks in the business. You just uh, do what you do and do it every time as well as you can, and try to be nice to people. You know, don't uh-huh. don't get a big ego. You can't afford a huge ego if you're trying to be a studio musician. You're so you know, you funny. You go... crack me up. You are, you are a very, this man here is so kind, for anyone listening, he has got a heart that just is a mile, a million miles deep, and um, I could talk, we we talked about pretty much everything and anything we could on the phone, Um, so he, you're you're very well versed um, in a lot of different things, Um, tell me, when you, what was your, who were your mentors growing up when you started playing guitar? Who was the person that you were really watching and listening to and listen, who mentored you? Well, the, I never had any lessons. I mean, I never mm-hmm. had anything from anybody. That's incredible. But, 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 my, <laughs> but my favorite guitar player when I was young, and I used uh-huh. to watch him play, was, was a guy called, named Wild Bill Emerson. <laughs> he lives in Alabama, but he was living. He was working in Michigan, and I used to go out uh-huh. and watch him play. And then I got to know him. We became friends, and I was very young. He was older than me, but uh, he taught me about how to bend strings and what kind of strings to use so you could bend them easy. And he gave me, you know, an, an inroad to a certain style of playing. Mm-hmm. So he was my my mentor, I guess you could call him. Wild Bill Emerson. Don't forget it. He's fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now he lives in Alabama, so we don't get to hear him much. But I think he plays in church. I don't think he actually goes out on the road anymore. But <clears throat> but I admired Wild Bill. Well, let me tell everyone: if you go to Dick's site, um, if you go into the store, you can get not only women bleed, you can even get T-shirts, guitar picks. Um, uh, so yeah, the, the full usual rock and roll CD. stuff, you know. What? Yeah, I mean, this is like a, a whole big candy store here. I'm gonna. For me, well, I invite like, everybody to come here and eat eat some of the candy. That that would be great. Yeah, yeah. But thanks I mean, for mentioning is, that. No, it's it's pretty amazing. And there's a guest book here if you guys want to leave any comments. Do you reply to all your own um, guest book entries? I I reply to everything. Yes. Good. Your hands on. To the Facebook, to every kind of book. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I try to be in in touch and be a, an actual person that people can talk to. Mm-hmm. It's not only important in get, staying ahead in the business, but it's important for the soul, you know, to actually make contact with human beings, and if they mm-hmm. admire you, to say thank you. I mean, you know, I don't want to sit out here and just be a a legendary guitar player, but I, but I want to talk to the people who make make me that. Yes, yeah, yeah, I can so hear. I, I hear I, I that talk, in I you. I answer everything. I talk to everybody. Yeah, yeah, I it hear you time, really want to okay. be there. That's time well spent. I do. Uh huh. I do. And I know Wolfgang's Vault is coming soon, which I'm a huge fan of. Um, I see that the audio links are going to be in Wolfgang's Vault soon. I see Peter Gabriel's listed here also on your friends and musicians. Um, did you do any work with Peter? The, his first solo album. Uh huh. The the one where he's sitting in the car with the raindrops on the window. Yeah. The first one. 
I played on a couple of songs on that album. Really? I, I, wow. I have a solo on a song called Here Comes the Flood, which is a remarkable. People say it's a remarkable solo. And also on a song on there called Slow Burn Sunset. So I played a couple of the, the uh, what significant guitar <laughs> Yeah, isn't it great? So I played a couple of significant um, solos on Peter Gabriel's uh-huh. first album. That's amazing. Peter is Peter's a really cool cool guy. Um I did some work with him when Prog Radio when yeah, Prog Radio cool is very cool. Yeah. 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 So But I did work with him, yes. Yeah. Um so when this C D comes out, are you planning on going on tour and playing anywhere besides the thing that's happening in Cleveland? Are you thinking about maybe Well I'm gonna be doing I'm, I'm being inducted into uh, two blues museums in wow. South Canada. And that's no way. the 14th and 15th of March. Yeah, I'm being inducted. Uh-huh. And uh, I'll have my picture and a plaque up on the wall and all that stuff. But uh-huh. um, and I'm going to play live at both of those venues. And I've been writing some new blues songs so that I could go into this blues museum and feel worthy enough to be a, inducted into a blues hall of fame. Because I'm not... Uh-huh. I'm not a by profession a blues player. I mean, I play blues, and you'll hear it on my CD. But mm-hmm. um, so it's real. It's a real honor. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm super excited for you about this uh, double CD coming out, um, and you going on tour and getting a chance to be back out on the road and interact with your fans. Because I can feel that you really need that and you want that in your life. I do. I do. I have yeah. to have it. Yeah, and, no matter how uh, tiring, tiring it is to travel, mm-hmm. and it is tiring. Uh, I yeah, still and this here is a I great do. way. This here is a great way to get the word out there because we're global. Um, I had a woman the other day tell me that she was listening to me in Japan, so we're being heard all around the world. And again, if you That's missed great. the beginning of the show, yeah, it is. And if you missed the beginning of the show, guys, it will be available on iTunes and on demand on Red Velvet Media afterwards. And again, today we've had Dick Wagner on, and uh, we've been talking about the Rockers for St. Jude and his life and um, books and the people that he's played with. It's been a real pleasure, Molly. No, it's been amazing. I thank you. I'm very happy for you and your success in being out there worldwide, people hearing this. Yeah, and you know, I want to have you back when you... Yeah, I want to have you back when you... um, Get that other when you get the CD out. I want to. We should do like a CD breaking thing. Um, you want to do that? Sure. Let's yeah, do that. absolutely. Let's do a CD. A CD drop when you drop your CD. We'll talk about it. But in the meantime, do you okay. mind if I just really quick go over something this Friday? Um, tune in. I'm going to be um, going live to New York City with the City Winery in New York City, and then on the 31st, um, I have. A noted psychologist and author, Dr. Patricia O'Gorman, who leads the Child um, um, Against Alcoholics um, Board. And then I'm going to have Betsy Otter Thompson on on the 5th. And then my favorite's going to be on the 7th, besides this show, is going to be Harold Becker with the Love Foundation, which is going to be amazing because I'm a love I'm a love ambassador. And, um, yes, you are. That's really you cool, Yeah. And then on Valentine's cool. Day, we're doing a show, um, um, H2O, which is the water company, Think It While You Drink It, is going to be celebrating their eight-year anniversary on the 14th. 
And then I'm going to be having Zoe Moon on and um, uh, just keep looking up what my different shows are going to be and they'll be announced on demand um, and also on Facebook. I'm on Facebook just like Dick is and uh, make sure to check out Red Velvet Media and with you, Dick. I want to thank both you and Susie from from my heart for being here today. Um, thank you. And, I appreciate that. Yeah. And is there anything you would like to tell everyone before we end the show? And we're going to end the show with the song Only Women Bleed. Um, what would you like to say to everybody? Well, anybody who's listening, I'd like to say thank you very much. Please uh, think about this new CD I've got coming out and also my book uh, mm-hmm. because you're going to enjoy both of them, I guarantee it. And uh, and I need I need to sell them too. So, you know, the name of my book is Not Only Women Bleed. And mm-hmm. you don't mind me saying this, right? The, the site to buy it at is notonlywomenbleed.com. Okay. And the CD, uh, will be, I don't know how we're going to do that yet. I don't know how we're dropping it. So, um, But when I'm ready, we'll we'll do this show that you mentioned. And yeah, we'll, let's uh, do a drop. Tell let's everybody how to get it. And see dropping what show. Yeah. I'm more than happy okay, to good. do that we'll for do you. That. And I'll be in well, touch with you. you. I appreciate it. And in the meantime, okay, we're going to play this song and... Uh, Dick, thank you so much for being here today, and thanks, Susie, too, for coordinating everything. And with that, um, we're going to end the show with this, and I'll see everybody on Friday.
Gracias.